You can now get two free audiobook downloads and a 30-day free trial at audible.bogosity.tv. Your choice from the world's largest selection of over 180,000 digital audiobooks and spoken word content for your iOS or Android device, Kindle, or MP3 player. Go to audible.bogosity.tv now. Welcome to the Bogosity Podcast for the week of October 15th, 2017. The podcast whose friends know the low rider. This is your host, Shane Killian, and returning this week is John Peterson. Welcome back, John. Did you miss me? Because I sure missed you. Let's refurbish the news of the bogus. Catalonia has recently had their own Brexit vote, much to the chagrin of Spain. Just to get you up to speed to this point, under Franco, Catalan national identity and even their language came under attack. Thousands were executed in purges. After Franco died, Catalans started fighting for their independence. In 2006, Spain granted Catalonia nation status, but Spain's constitutional court struck that down, saying the Catalans were a nationality, but Catalonia was not a nation. You're joking, right? A lot of this might have something to do with the fact that Catalonia is the richest region in Spain and pays over $10 billion more in taxes than they receive in services. Jeez. So back in 2014... Over 80% of Catalans voted for self-determination in a referendum, but again, the Constitutional Court rendered this unconstitutional and null. So on October 1st, they tried it again, with Spain fighting them every step of the way. They had to smuggle ballots in ballot boxes. Spain fought to get smartphone apps and websites about the vote taken down. They actually got Google to take down the apps from the Google Play Store. No shocker there, Shane. Well, it's kind of disturbing if Google is just going to cave to government demands to take down apps. Polling places were forcibly closed and even barricaded. They did everything they could to stop Catalans from voting and even sent in troops. The foods voting for their own democratic ideals. Who the hell do they think they are? We are the Borg! That didn't stop 2.3 million Catalans for voting out of 6 million eligible voters and 90% of them voted for independence. Well... Of course, that 60% that didn't vote because Spain threatened them not to obviously would have voted to remain, and so the vote is invalid. Spain sends its hired goons to try and stop a democratic vote? Is this a country or a mob? Uh, what's the difference? <laughs> there is no difference. So now, Spain has given two requests of Catalan's leader. First... Clarify if they are, in fact, declaring independence from Spain. And second, make sure the answer to the first question is no. Yep, straight up mafia tactics. Hey, if you want to stop with the declaring of the independence, we'll grant you all the protection you need. Forget about it. Yeah, I really miss Dave Turcotte for that. Well, yeah. He, he was great at that voice. So Prime Minister Mariano Rajoy has said that they will suspend Catalan autonomy, institute direct rule, and possibly even jail the Catalan president if they attempt to declare independence. So you know how people say, oh, well, all this state force stuff is valid because you can vote and democracy works and you can work within the system? 
Here is an example of why working within the system doesn't work. People act in their own best interests, and that's especially true of politicians trying to keep power. You don't ask for permission to secede. You have to fight for it. The democratic process only works when it's something the government is willing to put up with. Otherwise, they'll invalidate any vote or strike down any president they need to. Yep. And what's going on in this country now is a lot of people are talking about gun control and how horrible it is that people have such easy access to guns, including semi-automatic rifles. Well, what if the Catalans had had such access? In Spain, you're only allowed a gun if the government finds genuine reason, and I'm pretty sure they wouldn't consider you defending your right to vote from the Spanish government to be a genuine reason. That's because they want all the power, my friend. Also, you have to get individual licenses by caliber and model. Automatic weapons are forbidden. At any time, police can demand you turn over your firearm for inspection or even confiscation. You know, common sense gun restrictions. What's the only country in the Union that has that? It's number one on the Brady campaign. California, yeah. You mean state, not country. Well, I'm going to say that it's country. <laughs> Maybe there'll be Cal exit. Can't happen soon enough for me. Yeah. Of course, California falling off into the ocean can't happen soon enough for me. But Spain's government forces have guns. You'd better believe it. So when their justice minister says, quote, if somebody tries to declare the independence of part of the territory, something that cannot be done, we will have to do everything possible to apply the law. Make no mistake, he's talking about using government guns against unarmed civilians. That straight up tears it. That is taking the people's right to vote, putting it in a paper shredder, gluing it back together, and then throwing it into a fire. So best of luck to the Catalans. Hopefully they can get their well-deserved independence without a lot of bloodshed. Say, if you're tired of the promos in this podcast, well, the patrons got it early and with no ads or promos. Just go to patreon.bogosity.tv and donate at any level. Do you have children or nieces or nephews? Are you homeschooling or just want to counter some of the socialist indoctrination most children get in school? If so, go to bogosity.tv slash Tuttle Twins and you'll be taken to a website where you can get some great books for elementary age children. The Tuttle Twins books are books about liberty and free market economics that include children's versions of Bastiat's The Law, Leonard Reed's I Pencil, and Hayek's The Road to Serfdom, as well as books about the Federal Reserve and how regulations protect business cronies. They'll learn about the harm caused by eminent domain or regulations passed in the name of safety and fundamental concepts of liberty. And as you can see from the sample pages on the website, they're all easy to read and nicely illustrated. They're just $9.99 a piece, or get a special discount as well as free bonuses when you purchase all five. You can even buy in bulk to donate to schools and local libraries. So get the Tuttle Twins books at bogosity.tv slash Tuttle Twins. More BS from Black Lives Matter. The press portrays them as peaceful people who just want to stop police abuse. Yeah, and Hillary just wants to help the poor, and Marx just wanted to help workers. Wait, was those last two sarcasm? Yeah. Okay, then. <laughs> well, as if they hadn't shown their true colors long before now, Black Lives Matter certainly did when they shut down a speech from the ACLU at the College of William and Mary, 
rushing the stage like they did with Milo Yiannopoulos. And that's the thing, folks. If you tolerate that behavior because it's done against someone you don't like, eventually it'll be done against someone you do like. Like our man Milo, who is a race-mixing, homosexual, British Greco Jew. Who's also a Nazi, apparently. Ironically, the speech was about students and the First Amendment. First Amendment? What's that? Can I have it with sprinkles? The ACLU speaker, Claire Gastanyaga, like Yiannopoulos before, initially welcomed them on stage, saying she liked the open discussion. But then BLM started chanting, ACLU, you protect Hitler too, and the oppressed are not impressed, and even shame, 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 echoing those faith militants from Game of Thrones, which we ask me says everything about Black Lives Matter. That is certainly the pride of a Kang right there. They also chanted, The revolution will not uphold the Constitution, meaning they don't want to uphold the Constitution. And, get this, liberalism is white supremacy. (laughs) I'm sorry, but I need a Bogon shield 15 feet thick for that one. (laughs) They kept this up for 20 minutes. The ACLU speaker wasn't allowed to say any more, but organizers handed a microphone to the protesters' leader who delivered a prepared statement. Organizers then canceled the event. Black Lives Matter wouldn't even let audience members approach Gostanyaga to speak with her personally and ask questions. They surrounded her and shouted down everyone who tried to speak and drove them all away. The college's response to this isn't exactly what we would have hoped for. Quote, Silencing certain voices in order to advance the cause of others is not acceptable in our community. This stifles debate and prevents those who've come to hear a speaker, our students in particular, from asking questions, often hard questions, and from engaging in a debate where the strength of ideas, not the power of shouting, is the currency. William and Mary must be a campus that welcomes difficult conversations, honest debate, and civil dialogue. But these students have already made up their minds about it. They don't like it, and they want to be the only ones to speak. What the university should have done is expel each and every one of them. But, of course, that won't happen because the university is too scared of cries of racism and white supremacy. But all that means that BLM will just be emboldened to take it up yet another notch next time. If you're on the Wi-Fi in a coffee shop or hotel, anyone on that network can get your traffic. Do you really trust all of those strangers? For that matter, do you really trust your ISP? A VPN can protect you from prying eyes, disguise your location, and even foil government sensors. It's essential in this day and age. So go to vpn.bogosity.tv and you'll be taken to BoxPN. Starting at just $2.99 a month, you can get unlimited high-speed connections to VPN servers all over the world. And they don't log connections, so your privacy is assured. Traveling abroad, just VPN home, and don't worry about what those other governments are doing. Back at home, stop your ISP from traffic shaping and messing with the quality internet access you're paying good money for. You can connect from multiple machines at once, including your smartphone or tablet, and it supports all the secure standards, including OpenVPN and SSTP. Bypass sensors and surveillance with your own secure VPN connection. Go to (laughs) vpn.pagosity.tv. And now, more ridiculousness from California... Get this, 
Governor Jerry Brown signed a bill saying that knowingly exposing a sexual partner to HIV without disclosing the infection is no longer a felony. Poseidon, if you're listening to this podcast, do me and Shane a favor. Turn California into the next Atlantis. Come on, San Andreas, you can do it. It also applies to those who give blood knowing they have HIV, but don't disclose it. Don't get to where you need a transfusion in California. Yep. According to State Senator Scott Weiner, quote, Today, California took a major step toward treating HIV as a public health issue instead of treating people living with HIV as criminals. HIV should be treated like all other serious infectious diseases, and that's what SB 239 does. Hey, Wiener, HIV isn't like gonorrhea where you can wipe it out with a round of antibiotics. Even with today's technology, you're still talking about life-changing interventions and over $1 million in drug therapy over the remainder of a typical life. And you say sexual partners don't need to know about it? Especially when you consider someone who wants to go on to have a child. That child would be born with HIV. That would be a complete Tatsumaki Senpukiaku to the face. Wiener inexplicably thinks this will somehow give HIV sufferers better access to care. Quote, We are going to end new HIV infections, and we will do so not by threatening people with state prison time, but rather by getting people to test and providing them access to care. Hey, Wiener, how about you end new HIV infections by giving people the right to know they're with an infected partner? I don't see a brain in there. There. Oh, and by the way, Wiener wants to make misgendering someone punishable by prison. Say what? So give someone a life-changing illness, that's okay, but call them the wrong gender, off to prison you go. Poseidon, California. Great Barrier Reef. Now, okay, there are some people with sense in the legislature. Senator Joel Anderson said, quote, I'm of the mind that if you purposefully inflict another with a disease that alters their lifestyle the rest of their life, puts them on a regimen of medications to maintain any kind of normalcy, it should be a felony. It's absolutely crazy to me that we should go light on this. Move him from the asylum that will soon become a Great Barrier Reef to a landlocked state. Simple as that. Maybe instead of Trump building the wall on the Mexican border, he can just build it around California. We live in a world where light bulbs connect to the internet, and recent attacks on them prove that your online security is under threat like never before. Not only your websites, but the internet-enabled devices you buy. And the biggest problem is weak passwords. That's why you need LastPass. LastPass allows you to randomly generate strong, unique passwords on the web and on your internet-enabled devices, all protected by one master password. LastPass sets up in minutes and gives you secure automatic logins throughout the web, synchronizing across all your browsers, all your computers, and even your mobile devices, at home, at work, or on the road. It even securely stores sensitive form data, including credit card numbers, backup sensitive documents, software licenses, Wi-Fi logins, and more. And with LastPass Premium, you can get these benefits on other applications, manage passwords for your entire family, and also get priority customer support. Sign up at password.bogosity.tv for a free month of LastPass Premium. 
Log in securely everywhere using the last password you'll ever have to remember. Go to password.bogosity.tv and get LastPass now. And now it's time to run Spin Ride on this week's Biggest Bogan Emitter. And this week it goes to UK Home Secretary Amber Rudd for yet more encryption bogosity. She's done the typical call for backdoors while insisting they aren't backdoors bit. But as usual, she's getting opposition not only from activists, but from those who would have to create the backdoors. Wow. So like other politicians, she's insisting that terrorists are using strong encryption to plot attacks, but the attacks we've seen, they've communicated in the plane, and government still couldn't stop them, so we're kind of iffy on how backdoors and encryption would help. I mean, they can't even do it when they're not encrypting. How about you show us you can do it when they're communicating out in the open first? At a conference, she said that she didn't want to ban encryption, just allow easier access by police and security services. Once again, I'll read this quote from Bruce Schneier's Applied Cryptography textbook. There are two kinds of cryptography in this world. Cryptography that will stop your kid sister from reading your files, and cryptography that will stop major governments from reading your files. So what she wants to do is to put all of our crypto into the kid sister category. You can't be serious, Shane. Yeah, that's what it will do. She wants to protect us from kid sisters, I guess. And instead of people who drive peaceful trucks through crowds of people killing and injuring who knows how many. Yeah. When an audience member asked her if she understood how end-to-end -end encryption actually worked, she said, quote, It's so easy to be patronized in this business. We will do our best to understand it. We will take advice from other people. But I do feel that there is a sea of criticism for any of us who try and legislate in new areas who will automatically be sneered at and laughed at for not getting it right. Look, Rudd, the information is out there. You can learn it on your own at many different websites and computer security blogs written to explain it to the layperson. I doubt she's going to listen. She's on a friggin' power trip. Yeah, listen to this next quote. I don't need to understand how encryption works to understand how it's helping end-to-end -end encryption the criminals. Two words, Rudd. Computer class. <laughs> she doesn't need to know what she's talking about. Way I see it, she's not fit to hold the office of file clerk or even a cashier at McDonald's. No, no, no. You see, all she has to do is put the words on paper and then Silicon. it's up to Silicon Valley to do the rest. As Internet Association Chief Executive Michael Beckerman pointed out, quote, It is just math, and it has been invented. It can't be uninvented. So even if every Internet company that we represent said, Okay, we're turning off encryption, you're just weakening the security for everybody in this room, but that math, that technology, still exists for others to use on other platforms. Well, she shot back and said that the tech industry had a moral obligation to do more to help fight against crime and terrorism. She had no response to his actual point. She's just considering terrorists. She's not considering how encryption protects the rest of us. And it's sort of like gun control. Encryption control will just stop law-abiding people while not doing anything to stop the criminals. Same with the RN, same with the war on drugs, same with any other victimless crime. And you know what? The government has moral obligations, too. Obligations it continually fails to live up to. She just wants moral obligations to apply to the citizenry and private companies, not the government. 
So Rudd, if you don't like being talked down to by tech leaders, how about listening to what they have to say? If you don't, you'll find yourself being called far worse than merely this week's biggest bogan emitter. If you're going to shop online, use our special links to shop at Amazon. Clear your cookies and go to amazon.bogosity.tv and you won't pay a penny more for your purchase. If you haven't used the mobile app in the last 12 months, or even at all, go to get5.bogosity.tv on your phone or tablet and get $5 off your order of $10 or more. Go to prime.bogosity.tv for a free 30-day trial of Amazon Prime and enjoy thousands of movies and TV episodes, borrow Kindle books, and get unlimited two-day shipping for free. And speaking of Kindle, go to kindle.bogosity.tv for a 30-day free trial to Kindle Unlimited, read over 1 million books, and listen to thousands of audiobooks on any device. You can go to music.bogosity.tv and get a free 30-day trial of Amazon Music Unlimited with access to Amazon's entire library of 10 million songs, ad-free and with unlimited skips, and even download to listen offline. All great ways to help this podcast simply by shopping at Amazon. And now let's hit a special move combo against this week's Idiot Extraordinaire! We've talked before about the idiocy of Nintendo acting against people doing Let's Play videos of their games. Nintendo tried to do damage control after the whole fiasco by launching its creators program. The idea is that YouTubers who joined the program could use games showing Nintendo IP in exchange for revenue sharing between the creator and Nintendo. Of course, as many predicted, things got bogged down in all sorts of conditions, including requiring only positive coverage and whitelists and blacklists saying what games could and couldn't be covered. Some creators just stopped covering Nintendo games altogether, and basically everyone was wondering how they possibly could have handled all this so incredibly badly. Well now, things have gotten really weird. Nintendo has all of a sudden stopped live streams of channels affiliated with this creators program. Quote, As of today, YouTubers who are also registered members of the Nintendo Creators Program are no longer allowed to broadcast content on YouTube Live. Nintendo gives partners two options. They can broadcast content on YouTube Live from a channel that isn't registered to the program, or they can cancel their channel's registration to the program and instead register their videos to the program separately. Now remember, the whole point of the Creators Program was that people wouldn't have to worry about crap like this. Now look, Nintendo, you've made some games. Some really killer ones, like Legend of Zelda, Star Fox, F-Zero, and Pokemon. And this was back during the reign of then-President Satoru Iwata. May he rest in peace. But this, this is bogosity on a level I haven't seen since the era of Barack Obama himself. I had respect for you people. I loved your work. One of the first games I ever played was Super Mario World back on the Super Nintendo. And seeing you like this, I don't have words. I'm at a loss. Usually I'd come up with a snarky remark or something, Shane, but here, just like the slavery story, I'm at a loss for words. All I have to say is, Nintendo, get your priorities in order. Now. Reaction from creators has ranged from anger 
to just plain confusion. Are they talking about all live streams or just ones featuring Nintendo products or what? And why would you have to leave the creators program to have more options for broadcasting? Does this apply to Twitch live streams as well? Nintendo isn't responding to these questions even when it comes from gaming journalists at sites like Kotaku, and that's just adding to the frustration. But the bottom line is, forcing creators to jump through a whole bunch of hoops so they can be allowed to cover Nintendo products only to turn around and slap them in the face for jumping through these hoops is not a good way of doing business. If Nintendo had just left things as they were back in 2014, everyone would be happy with them and these videos would be generating lots of revenues for them as people saw the games in action and decided they wanted to play them. But they let short-sighted greed overpower forward-looking self-interest and they still haven't learned their lesson. Not only have they stabbed themselves in the back with this behavior, they seem continually insistent on twisting the knife. Yeah, and it is with a heavy heart that Shane and I have to make Nintendo this week's Idiot Extraordinary! Well, that wraps up this Come on, cheer up, you're gonna ruin the funeral edition of the Bogosity Podcast. Come join the discussion at forum.bogosity.tv and feel free to send a question, statement, news article, or rant in text or audio to podcast at bogosity.tv. This podcast depends on you to keep going, so please donate using the links on the website or the QR codes in the thumbnail, or become a patron at patreon.bogosity.tv and get the podcast and YouTube videos early and without ads or promos. Thank you for listening, and thanks to John Peterson for joining me. You're welcome, man. Now if you'll excuse me, I need to think about Benihana's. Until next time, here's a quote from Neil Gaiman. Even when an appeals court-sized decision is handed down, it probably won't become cut and dried because fair use is one of those things, like pornography, we are meant to know when we see them. The Bogosity Podcast is licensed under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 4.0 International License. Christmas time is coming, and the most classic of Christmas stories is A Christmas Carol. But how much do you know about the original Charles Dickens novella? Have you dismissed it as a children's book with one-dimensional characters amounting to nothing but platitudes and cliches? Maybe your appreciation of the book was even muted by those dry, boring, annotated books they made you read in school. My book, the sarcastically annotated A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens, uses both facts and humor to present the book in a way you probably haven't seen it before. Giving praise when deserved and beratement when warranted, this book is put in the perspective of its time and shows a dimensional, multi-layered Ebenezer Scrooge from start to finish. Skepticism, history, and even economics are employed to show the book in relation to today in an easily accessible format. Appreciate the Christmas of your youth all over again. Get the sarcastically annotated A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens, available at Amazon and on PDF as well.